Hey there, friends. Welcome to the Taking Your Next Step podcast from Collegians for Christ. Through each episode, we will journey together focusing on knowing what you believe and why you believe it. If you are eager, like I am, to strengthen your faith, then take your next step now by joining us in today's episode. I want to welcome you to this week's episode on our podcast and just want to take a quick second to thank you as listeners for taking the time to listen, to download the episodes, and uh, we always love hearing uh, great reports, so always feel free to reach out and let us know uh, how this podcast is helping you or even reach out with a question that you'd like for us to address uh, on one of our episodes, but we are grateful, very grateful for our listening audience and uh, thank you for the encouraging words and emails and stuff that you send in on occasion. And so let's jump into our topic for this week and next week. We want to look at this idea or the concept of God's will. Now, I know many times if you ask Christians uh, what is important to you, many times they would say to discover God's will for my life. I know as we deal with college-age young adults, uh, many times they're all really working really hard to discover exactly what God's will is for their life. And sometimes it feels hard. It feels unattainable. It feels like it's some type of mystery. Uh, I ask this question a lot. Uh, how many of you know God's will for your life at this very moment? Just raise your hand. And I'm surprised about how many times when I ask this question in a group setting, uh, very few hands will go up to say, I know God's will for my life right now at this moment. And so I want to walk through understanding exactly what God's will is on this episode. And then next week, we'll look at this idea of how we can discuss discover for ourselves what God's will is. Uh, so if I asked you the question, you as the listener right now, do you know God's will for your life at this very moment? Could you raise your hand? Could you say, yes, I do. And here's what God's will is for my life in this very moment. I believe that we all should be able to answer that question, and I'll share with you as we go down through our episode why I believe that. I'm going to begin in Colossians chapter 1, just to read two verses here. As Paul was writing to that church there, he said this, For this cause we also, since the day we heard it, do not cease to pray for you, and to desire that you might be filled with the knowledge of his will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding, that you might walk worthy of the Lord unto all pleasing, being fruitful in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God. So I just want you to catch what this verse just said. Paul is saying, look, I'm going to pray for you, and I'm going to pray this, that you might be filled with the knowledge of his will. So Paul prays that they're going to be filled or to be supplied abundantly is what this word means of what? Of the knowledge of God's will uh, so that they could become a possessor of his will. This indicates that God's will is fully open and knowable to anyone. But also notice here what God's will, knowing and doing God's will, what it does. Verse 10, that you might walk worthy of the Lord unto all pleasing. That's number one. If we know and do God's will, number two, we'll be fruitful in everything. Every good work 
And then number three, we'll increase in the knowledge of God. So doing God's will is vitally important, but in order to do God's will, we have to know God's will. So let's kind of walk through this idea of how, what exactly is God's will. As we talk about it, it definitely is tossed around. It's something we say in Christian circles and church and small groups and so forth. Hey, do you know God's will for your life? Hey, are you searching for God's will? Hey, I just want to do God's will for my life. What exactly are are we meaning when we say that? I'm going to run over to one more passage in Romans chapter 12, uh, verses 1 and 2. This may be familiar to some of you. He says, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, speaking to Christians, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service, and be not conformed to this world. But be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may do this. Watch, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect, watch, will of God. So let me give you three quick little thoughts here on this episode about God's will, about how to define or really understand what God's will is. God's will is his purpose his desire, or his design for our life. We have to understand that God has a pathway, if you will, that he desires that our life will go on. Now, I can tell you three things under here that, number one, God's will is not a mystery. It's not something that we can't understand. It is fully knowable and understandable. Ephesians 5.17 shows us that. It says in 5.17, Wherefore be ye not unwise, but understanding what the will of the Lord is. This is Paul again expressing how you and I can understand and know God's will. Secondly, God's will is not unattainable. God's will can be fulfilled each and every day. It's not something we have to, uh, we feel like we cannot attain, that because it's a mystery or it's far off or it hasn't been revealed to us. Ephesians 6 6 says this, not with eye service as men pleasers, but as servants of Christ, doing the will of God from the hearts. So we understand we can know God's will, but also we can do God's will. But then lastly, I'd say, as we're talking about defining God's will, it's not a demand. God's will is not a demand. It is a choice. You see, God's will will never violate your free will. You have the option to do God's will or you have the option not to do it. First uh, John 2.17 says, And the world passeth away, and the lust thereof, but he that doeth the will of God abideth forever. It shows us we have an option to do it or not to do it. Now we go back to Romans chapter 12. It describes God's will as this, as good, as acceptable, and perfect. What does that mean? Doing God's will brings excitement, it brings happiness, and it brings fulfill fulfillment. It really answers the big questions of life. Think about the big questions. Why am I here? God's will answers that. Where am I going? God's will will answer that. What is my purpose here on this earth? God's will will answer that. Why do I have certain talents in comparison to other people? God's will will answer that. So God's will is his purpose, his desire, or design for our life. But two important truths following that that I would say is this. God's will is in the present. We hear and say this all the time. What is God's will for my life? I think we're talking more about what God wants for our future or really what I would refer to as his unrevealed will or plan for our lives. When we say, what is God's will for my life? We should be saying, what will be God's will for my life? 
Because that's really what we're thinking when we're asking that. When we're saying, what is God's will for my life? That's in the present. That means right now. And we're saying, hey, I don't know God's will for my life. We may not know what God's will may be in the future, but we should be able to narrow down and say, this is God's will for my life today. And I think sometimes we, and I know I can fall into this trap, worry so much about the future next week, next month, the next step, the next season of life that I lose focus of the present. And so we got to stop focusing and worrying on so much about what we don't know and focus on what we do know. The tent should be what is the will of God rather than what will be the will of God. You see, his revealed will is what God has already told us in Scripture. Now, there's certain things we should know that are his will. The Bible tells us not to steal, we're to pray, we're to, uh, to fulfill the Great Commission, to go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. The rest of Romans 12 gives us all sorts of things that are God's will about how we're to live in this life. Many times we think of God's will as some big future event. But can I say this? God's will is knowable and doable today. Now, God may have other things for us in the future, but that's God's unrevealed will. What we want to understand is God's revealed will, because that is his will for us. If it's unrevealed, we can't even know it. So it's not his will for us at the moment. You and I can only focus on what we know. And so many times we worry about what we don't know, what's off in the future, that we miss what he has for us today. God has a will for you, and it is for today. Every single person should be able to say, this is God's will for my life today. Why? Because God's will is in the present. It's all about today. You take someone who is attending college, and let's say they prayed, and they prayed and asked God where they wanted to go. Should they go to college? What college they should go to? And let's say he puts them at the college we're ministering at, East Carolina University. What is God's will for their life? Well, I can tell you one part of it is that God's will is for them to go to East Carolina University to do the best they can at fulfilling their grades and their studies and being a witness and being a testimony, being honest. That's God's will for their life. You look at a teenager in high school, what is God's will for their life? To obey their parents, to do the best they can in school at that moment. Now, there's other smaller things that may come of that, but that is God's will. Are you working somewhere? Do you know God put you there? That is God's will for your life. Quit worrying about what the next step may be and focus on what the current step is. Because if we can focus on what God has already revealed to us, then God may, if he desires, to reveal more. Think about it like this. If you and I can't be obedient with what we've already been given at a job, why on earth would our employer give us a promotion. If you and I can't focus in and do all we can on what we've been currently given, why on earth should we expect for them to give us more opportunity? So God the same. If we can't focus in and do God's will now, why should he reveal more to us? You see, you'll never be more in the center of God's will than being obedient in what he has for you today. Sometimes the mundane, boring aspects of life, you know, going to work, going to school, cooking, doing laundry, all those things that just seem boring and mundane, we miss the fact that they're part of God's will. We're looking for the big billboard flash. You know how you drive down the major interstates and you see the electric billboards that flash different uh, signs. And, you know, if it takes about 10 seconds, then another one shows up and another one. And sometimes we look at God's will like it's going to flash on that sign just for a moment and then God's going to take it away. That's not consistent with God's character. God created you with a purpose. 
a purpose that only you can fulfill. And because he created you that way, he wants to guide you. He wants to show you how to live your life. And so God's will is not a mystery. It's not something that you cannot attain. It's something that you can know and fully do at this very moment. So God's will is in the present. And I think that's the big thing to walk away with from this episode. And then lastly here, God's will is always unfolding. You see, we have to be obedient to what we already know. He does not give it to us all at the same time. You think about a class and your professor gives you a syllabus and it maps out. I mean, I love that. The class I have right now, I'm looking right now at the syllabus and it maps out week one, week two, week three. These are assignments. This is the lecture. This is the reading that you need to have done. Here's where the test and the quizzes and the discussions are at. It maps out the whole entire semester for me. I know exactly what to expect. God's will isn't like that. Why? Because it would probably freak us out if we saw all that God wanted to do with our life. You see, each stage, and sometimes we get lost in the boring, mundane aspects of life, but we have to understand that's part of God's will, and that is always, there's never wasted time. No moment, no season of your life life is wasted. It's all preparatory. It's all God using different things to equip you for what may be next. You may stay in the same place for 30 years as far as your vocation, where you live, your church, and all that. That's God's will for your life. You see, God has a destination he wants your life to land on. Now, there may be stops along the way. And God is going to guide you through guideposts, through those stops. You can think about it like our phones. When we, we ask Siri to, to give us directions to Olive Garden or give us directions to this address, and then you look and usually two to three different routes show up, right? One is the quickest. One maybe is through more of a rural area. One is the longest. Well, guess what? They all get to the very end. And God's will can be like that. Sometimes you and I want the quickest route from point A to point B. Sometimes God has a long route. Sometimes because there's somebody there to meet or there's something there to that he's going to do in our life. Sometimes it is the quick route. Sometimes you and I have the option to choose with God's will. We'll talk about that on our next episode. Sometimes God gives us that option, and that's where we struggle. Like, God, what is your will? There's two options here. You're not really confirming one or the other. Sometimes it's God saying, look, what do you want? Take the desire of your heart. They're both going to get you to point B. Some of you are staring right now at two two options, and you can't figure out how to narrow it down to one. And God, you've been praying, 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 and seeking, and God isn't clearly giving you one. Guess what? More than likely, both are good. Sometimes we get the option to choose because both of them will end up leading to the final destination where God wants us, just like that GPS on our phone. So understanding and defining God's will is his purpose, desire, and design for our life, which is beautiful because he created us. He has a design. He has a purpose for you and I. That, that is amazing to think about. That helps us with our identity. That helps us uh, to function in life. It helps us to give us hope and purpose. But then understand that God's will is in the present. Stop worrying so much about what will be next week, next month, next year. I understand they're big, big decisions, especially the younger you are as you're trying to navigate college and then your profession and then a mate. I understand these are big things. But if you keep looking out to something you don't know, you'll miss what's right in front of you. Focus on God's will now. So as you finish out this episode, do this. If you couldn't say, I know this is God's will for my life, as you consider about God's will being in the present, what is God's will? 
Maybe stop. Maybe go home and write down some basic things that you know, okay, this is God's will for my life right now. So this is God's will. And I should be able to raise my hand and say, I know God's will. And these three, four, five, one things are it. And then focus on those. Thank you for taking the time to listen. If this podcast has been helpful to you, please share it with a friend or subscribe to stay up to date on the latest episodes. You can connect with Collegians for Christ online for more information and resources at cfccampusministry.com.